0: We interrupt the program now in progress to bring you a special report.
1: Here are the highlights of morning. From the WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071 Champagne's Alternative.
0: From WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. It's Thursday, September 3rd, 2020. As of yesterday morning, the number of confirmed cases of COVID-19 at the U of I rose to 2,462, with 236,944 total tests having been performed. Since the start of the semester, university officials have been forced to penalize more than 100 students in various organizations due to their participation in large gatherings. Beginning on August 24th, SHIELD testing data had discovered that 400 students have tested positive for the virus, while twice as many students are currently in quarantine. If students and faculty continue to ignore the safety guidelines put in place by the university, over 75 new cases are expected to arise each day, resulting in potentially as many as 8,000 positive coronavirus cases on campus throughout the semester. In an attempt to flatten the curve, the university has made the decision to create stricter restrictions on both large and small group gatherings for the next two weeks. Students will not be allowed to leave their homes with the exceptions of bi-weekly COVID-19 tests, attending in-person classes, attending religious services, purchasing necessities, or walking outside individually. Students who do not follow these guidelines through Wednesday, September 16th will face suspension. The university will also increase its staff to ensure that no large gathering, party, or inappropriate actions go unnoticed throughout campus and university housing. While the original data for returning to a hybrid learning format from August 16th through August 24th predicted a wave of students testing positive, it did not predict that the numbers would continue to rise. University officials hope that these limited guidelines will force students who have objected to previous regulations to either comply or leave the campus. Meanwhile, yesterday, the Illinois Department of Public Health announced 2,128 confirmed coronavirus cases in Illinois, as well as 27 deaths. This brings the total number of COVID-19 cases in the state to 236,643, including 8,091 deaths. Utility companies in Illinois are re-upping an assistance program aimed at keeping the power on for those affected by COVID-19. WPGU's Reese Armstrong has more.
2: Yesterday, the Illinois Commerce Commission announced that numerous utility companies across the state have voluntarily extended the moratorium on service shutoff due to the pandemic. NICOR Gas, North Shore and People's Gas, Illinois American Water, Aqua, Illinois, and Utility Services of Illinois have agreed to extend the moratorium to September 30th, and Ameren and ComEd have agreed to extend it to September 10th. Consumer Gas and Liberty Utilities extended their cutoffs to six months after the moratorium originally was set to end on June 26th, which means they won't shut off utilities until at least December 26th. From WPGU News, I'm Reese Armstrong.
0: Prisons in the U.S. are pushing to allow inmate visits despite the ongoing pandemic. WPGU's Emily Crawford has the story.
1: Federal prisons across the country have been struggling with the coronavirus, turning into hotspots as inmates and staff members continue to contract the disease. However, recently, the Bureau of Prisons has announced that in-person visits will resume in all facilities no later than October 3rd. The visits will be non-contact only, with masks and social distancing required. Inmates in isolation or quarantine will not receive visitors, but all other inmates will be able to have two visits a month. With prisoners in such tight quarters with little resources, it has been hard to contain the virus, which has sparked harsh criticism of the Bureau of Prisons. As of August 25th, more than 108,045 inmates have contracted COVID-19, with at least 920 deaths. From WPGU, I'm Emily Crawford.
0: The Congressional Budget Office published its first fiscal analysis to take into effect the cost of COVID-19 and its subsequent lockdowns. The report, which predicts the health of the economy of the next 10 years, projected that the national debt would overtake the size of the United States' gross domestic product within a year. Economists had theorized that this benchmark would not arrive until the year 2030, though economic stagnation from COVID-19 moved it up. Congress has spent trillions of dollars on relief in 2020 alone through aid packages and direct assistance. The report expects the national debt to increase by over $3 trillion by the end of the year. For WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone.